Welcome everyone to another Inside the Hashes exclusive interview. I'm here with Carl Garns, and he is a two-time third-team All-MEAC player, as well as his senior year, a second-team All-MEAC player. Well, everyone, welcome Carl. I just wanted to start off by going a little bit into what you did in high school. I know you stated before that you played corner and you played safety, but you became more seemed like of a star at the safety position in high school. What kind of led to you playing a little bit better at safety maybe than you did at corner? After my junior year playing corner uh, for the second year in a row on varsity, I was our best cover guy. Um, but we had some upcoming corners, uh, you know, under me that could play at the varsity level. So, you know, my head coach at the time decided to move me to safety, you know, to, to see the whole field, you know, and, you know, get me prepared for the college level also as I was being recruited uh, specifically for DB now. And uh, even though I played receiver also, but specifically for DB, whether it was going to be at corner or safety, he wanted me to get experience at both positions. That way I could be ready whenever I, when I got to college to play whatever position. Uh, I was I was needed at so uh, I definitely liked that move a lot you know because I was able to you know sit back and really see the whole field and you know read QB's eyes you know and just play another DB position it was it was exciting for me especially for my senior year so I was able to grab a lot of interceptions I ended the season with six interceptions and I had uh, I think two forced fumbles um, and about sixty tackles in my, my senior year so it was it was a really good season. And I also added some touchdowns on the receiver side. So, yeah, I like I like playing safety. <laughs> Listen, you sound like you did very well playing safety. Now, did you play more free safety, or did they kind of have you going back and forth between free and strong? It was, it was like back and forth between free and strong. The other safety that we had was uh, I mostly played free. But I would I could come down and he could he could go up at times. So he was, he was younger than me, but he was able to play both positions also. So we had a pretty good defense my senior year. All right. And do you feel like you liked the free safety more just because you were able to scan the field and be able to sit back a little bit more and read the quarterback? Yeah, that's why I like uh, free safety because I was able to sit back, you know, and even on run plays, uh, a lot of stuff didn't really leak out my way, but it, but when it did, you know, I was able to get a good you know hit on the running back or the quarterback, whoever was running down, you know, the middle of the field. All right. And it said here that you were first team all-conference, second team all-South all Jersey, third team non-public all-state. You you definitely had a few accolades with yourself when you came out of high school. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. going off of that, as you're coming out of high school, who did you more look to to go play at the collegiate level for? I was getting interest from, you know, Rutgers, Temple, um, Old Dominion, and a couple other schools. But um, my junior year in high school, I had a, I had kind of a hip injury that uh, that derailed me, you know, from, from playing in the first four games of my junior year, which were uh, a better part of the games, you know, really good teams that we were playing. And uh, I missed those games. So a lot of the teams, you know, kind of lost interest. And, um, you know, like full offers turned into partial offers. And then, you know, Morgan State, I went to their camp, you know, at the beginning of my uh, senior year. So, like, 
July, right before, you know, the season, senior season. And I did really well at the camp. And then, you know, they offered me a scholarship. And they were the most, you know, consistent, you know, school who stayed in contact with me, you know, talked to me every week, cared about what I was doing in the books and on the field. And uh, that's who I, you know, decided to go with, especially after I took my official visit and, uh, you know, really fell in love with the campus and the way that all the uh, teachers interact with students, you know, during classes. And, you know, the way the team practiced and, um, I did, I liked the way, uh, everything was set up. So the decision to go on to Morgan State was a great decision in my eyes because, you know, I got everything that I wanted out of it. All right. And it was more of a family atmosphere, more of a feeling of comfort when you went there than as if you went to a different school, correct? That's why you picked them a little bit better? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was definitely a family atmosphere. Um, not not big classroom sizes. You know, teachers really interact with you. You can go to their office hours and talk to them a lot. Also, um, you know, just the coaches, too. Like, they, they'll come talk to you. They're not just about the, you know, on-the-field stuff. They, they care about you off-the-field also. So, you know, they make it a good environment and a place like a football player can go and really excel and do well in the classroom also. All right, and it seems like you sell very, very well. You speak very clearly, and you know how to articulate what you're saying very well. And I can tell because you did take a redshirt year your first year, so the coaches really didn't push you as much to get immediately on the field. They let you sit back and grow for a little bit, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, and how much do you think that redshirt year really helped you to get ready to play your first year of collegiate football? I'll be the first to admit that I needed the retro year, especially on the field. Um, I only came into college weighing about 175 pounds, um, but I was I was a really skinny kid. You know, I, I was always able to you know excel over. I, don't, I mean, because of talent. But when I got to college, you know, I had to put in the work in the weight room, you know, to be able to really do something on the field. And it didn't really take me until that spring semester. You know, where I was in the weight room for the, in the winter, I went to, you know, um, I took winter classes and I stayed the whole December and January. I didn't go home. I stayed, I worked out, and I took winter courses. And, you know, I got my body in shape to be prepared to play at that college level, and I earned it. My, I earned a starting spot after that spring because I put in the work that winter. So I, I definitely needed that retro year. Definitely, it definitely helped. Listen, I can fully understand Honestly, I see why you needed it because once you did get on the field, you played very well, very, very well. I see that you had at least 35 tackles and you came out with a pair of interceptions to start your collegiate career off. How did that feel being able to go in your first year and play so well? Uh, it felt great. Um, we had a new – it's actually funny because, you know, after my retro freshman year, I, I didn't get a chance to play for the, the head coach that recruited me, Coach Lee Hall. Him and Coach Bradley Evans, they both departed and went somewhere else. So I had a brand new coaching staff and a brand new position coach who, you know, in the spring came in and gave us different techniques, different styles of playing DB, a different coaching style. And it was really, honestly, I feel like I learned more in that spring than I did and that far from my other coach. So, you know, it really helped me. And uh, my my DB coach, Coach um, Coach Jones, Coach Ernest Jones, was really a big reason why I was able to excel 
the way I did my first year playing defensive back. He totally changed the way I played defensive back and it's still like a playing way, a playing style that I, I still use today. So definitely, I think I got owed that to uh, Coach Ernest Jones. He told, he told me how to play defensive back. And did you feel that it was a big transition for you coming from high school to college? Yes, yes, it was definitely a big transition. Just because of everybody's, you know, speed changes. Uh, a lot of people say that uh, the big difference between like Division One A and Division Double A is the offensive line, defensive line, and it is a big part of you know football with the trenches. But you know, outside like receivers can be good anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're Division One, Two, or Three. You know, athletic ability is at all all the levels. So. You know, the speed of the receivers is definitely, definitely up. So I definitely had to, you know, work on my speed and work on my technique more playing strictly defensive back. I'm not playing just both ways now. So I, but I had to use my, my ability and, and my, you know, my pass of playing receiver to help me be a good defensive back. So it was definitely, definitely a change, change of pace, but I was able to catch up that spring. All right. And we already went and said that you played very well that redshirt freshman year, but you, Played well enough to get all MEAC 13 your first year playing in the conference. How did that boost your confidence going forward with your collegiate career, knowing that you're already making some of the all-conference teams just off playing in the first year? It, it made me not big-headed because you know, I still had teammates on, on my team who made all-conference too, but... You know, making a team as a, a retro freshman kind of, you know, thrust me into the spotlight of having to be a leader. And I'm not really like a big vocal guy, you know, on the field. I, I let my play do the talking. So it was kind of like, you know, everything that I had to do, I had to be in front. So it, it just made me, you know, go harder, honestly. And uh, just to see, you know, guys who are older than me, you know, kind of look up to me and my work ethic because I do put in the work and, that's honestly the reason why I, I was able to make, you know, the all-conference team and the freshman. I, I put in that work. So, you know, just to see guys older than me look up to my work ethic and, you know, want to compete with me and then, you know, want to, you know, take my head because I am, you know, uh, one of the best in the conference at my position. So it just made me work harder. So I, I loved it, but I didn't let it get to my head. That's a great attitude to have. And honestly, you sound a lot like a very, very, very good professional wide receiver in the league to me. Someone that's very, very low-key. He doesn't say much, but everyone knows he's the best at his position right now. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's a certain Atlanta Falcon guy that you should know about, Julio Jones. Doesn't talk much, but listen. He, he's somebody that does exactly what he has to do every single play, in and out. And that's kind of what you sound like you've done going into your first year. And going into your second year, you might not have had as many turnovers, but you still play great in coverage. And not only that, but it seems like you started to help a little bit more in the run game with a couple more tackles for losses. How did that year go for you? Did you consider that more of a down year? Or did you consider that more of a year where you weren't challenged enough by quarterbacks? Um, I wouldn't blame it on the quarterback. I'd say we just could have put, you know, full games together, honestly. Um, as far as the team-wise, we would be in games, 
we just couldn't, you know, finish or we just get fatigued in the fourth quarter and, you know, we wouldn't be able to, you know, come away with the victory. But, you know, as of my stats um, that year, we kind of played a different type of defense. We didn't really, we didn't run a lot of zone. Honestly, we, we ran a lot of, you know, man coverage. And when I mean man coverage, I don't mean cover one. I don't mean cover two man. I mean cover zero. Everybody up on the line scrimmage, pressing or playing three yards off. So, so uh, it, it was kind of like a, a coverage coverage year for me. And when tackles came my way or the running back came my way, I had to make my tackle. So I wouldn't say it was a down year because, you know, my coverage got way better. I was able to, you know, we had to play man all game. So teams would try us with nine balls, um, 10 out of every, you know, if they throw in 30, 30, 30 times, the 10 of them are, are fade balls. So you got to be prepared <laughs> and you can't get past the fans calls on you. So I wouldn't say it was a down year because my coverage skills got better. Uh, just in game experience, you know, not being able to, not panicking when the ball's coming, uh, just playing the ball, you know, being a good defensive back, and I was, I became a better tackler. So, uh, yeah, I'm down about, you know, the turnovers, but uh, I, I would like, I like wins more than turnovers, so it's all good. <laughs> Listen, that is a great attitude to have. As long as you had a team attitude, it's always good to have. And yes, going sir. off with the team attitude, you're somebody that not just plays DB, particularly safety or corner. You're also somebody that can do it in the fourth position of the football special teams. You were a punt yes. returner, correct? Yes, sir. How much fun did you have doing punt return? Oh, I love doing punt return. <laughs> uh, I did punt return in high school also, but well, I just because I'm a good catcher. So it's always been easy for me, and I like having the ball in my hands, you know. Just from Little League, I played running back uh, all the way up to eighth grade. So I'm used to having the ball in my hands. So I, I love Harper John. <laughs> and when it came to trying to get away, break away with that speed of yours, did your track and field background help you at all? Yes, it did. Uh, I was never able to score a touchdown, but my longest part return was about 45 yards, I believe so. And... I, I loved it, though. Whenever I could get loose, I would try to, you know, put a move on. <laughs> you know, because, you know, DBs, everybody everybody knows DBs are the best return, man. Come on now, you know, Deion Sanders. So, I'm going to do something. Try to do something back there. You took the word right out of my mouth. You took the word <laughs> right out of my mouth, man. I'm serious. I'm serious. But do you think your background of being a more offensive player and your track and field stuff helped you more when it came to being a returner or more when it came to being a DB? Uh, I think a little bit of both. You know, uh, you know growing up, I'm running track. I uh, started running track third grade all the way up, you know, until my sophomore year in high school. Um, I ran the 200, 400, 100, 800 even. Uh, it definitely helped me, you know, like conditioning-wise, definitely with football, you know, just playing defensive back, you know, because covering receivers, all they do is run around all day. All you're doing is running around all day with them, you know, covering them. So you have to be conditioned. You can't get tired. The moment you put your hands on your hips, you know, he looks over at his quarterbacks and, and gives them, gives them that, that, that look. <laughs> it might be, your, might be your, your time to, you know, get on your horses. And if you don't got it, you're going to get embarrassed. And they're going to strike up the band. Listen, so, I, you got, I've seen that. Got 
Oh man, I've, I've seen that look that you're talking about there. The hey Q, I'm, I'm gonna toss my hand up. He, he he's not with me. He's not gonna stick with yeah. me. Yeah, and you gotta have your legs. I mean, definitely help me. So running track, you know, help me definitely help with my endurance. You know, definitely help also with my speed too, because I did a long jump also and track. But you know, running like the 100 and 200 helped me with my speed. You know, my stride. So uh, I definitely, definitely. Definitely love running track. Definitely love running track. Listen, I, I can tell you were a multi-sport athlete, and you did a lot, and that all helps accumulate into what you started to become going into your redshirt junior year. That year, you came out playing very well once again, but it got cut pretty short for you. What happened, because I know you had said there was an injury, but what kind of injury was it that stopped your season that year? It was a, it was a hip injury. Okay. And was this a, the same hip that uh, was bothering you before in your career? Yes. So, so this is the same hip that was bothering me, you know, before in, in high school, but I never, you know, got surgery on it, so. You know, it was nagging me throughout the whole season, you know, and, you know, I had a conversation with the coaching staff. We decided that, you know, it would be better for me to just sit the remainder of the season, you know, get surgery after the season and, and get back ready for, you know, my uh, my senior year. All right. And how did you kind of look at that from the injury standpoint and kind of your mindset going forward afterwards after your conversation with the coaches? It was a smooth conversation, honestly. Um, I didn't feel down about it. I knew that if I rehab well and did what I had to do, that I would be fine and I would be back to the playing level that I know I could play at. So uh, I didn't worry about it too much, you know. Um, and and I, once I was ready to get back, uh, I got back. So. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. And yeah. now, going into your senior season, coming off of the hip surgery and you're feeling pretty good you're feeling like yourself again correct yes that's how i was actually feeling better than myself i was at a higher playing weight um i usually played at about 189 190 i was playing at 165 to one to, i mean not <laughs> 197 to 198 uh that was the playing weight that i was playing at now so you know i was heavier but i was able to keep my speed so I'm not, when I was tackling people, they was going to feel it, man. Yeah. No, I, listen, I get it. Just having a little bit more muscle on you, it makes it feel them. You make people feel you. I'm telling you. It's a good thing to have. And off of that, what did you most look forward to going into your senior season? And tell me one of your goals that you have for your senior season that you want to accomplish. season, um, because I didn't make all-conference my junior year, I, would, I definitely wanted to get all-conference again, and not just second team, third team, or second team, but I wanted first team, so that was definitely like my number one priority, and I also wanted to have uh, three interceptions, uh, I wanted to have 50 tackles, and I wanted to have at least 10 pass breakups. Those are my goals going into the, to the year. I also wanted to be an All-American. Uh, I came short of that goal, but I was definitely reaching to be that. And just with me, it started by because I didn't go. I didn't go into the season being strictly a cornerback. I started at safety, 
Um, and, you know, the switch was made, you know, week week two, honestly, in the season to just make me a permanent corner because I, I was playing both just like in high school. So, But I was, I was glad that they just moved me to strictly corner because it allowed me to just focus on one position, you know, and really lock in. No, I, listen, I fully get this. It's harder for some people, and I can understand why, because when you're doing multiple roles, you need to know what all those roles do, how that works in the defense, and what their responsibilities are. But when you have one singular focus, it makes it a lot easier to really lock in and do your job very, very well. So I yep. I understand why you might have wanted to just stick to one particular position, but um, if if you had the choice, would you have rather just stuck at corner, or would you have rather just yeah. stuck at safety? Yeah, I would have rather just stuck at corner. All right, and do you feel as though after your year of basically playing man coverage and cover zero all that time, do you feel as though your coverage skills are a lot better from just off of that? Alright, now, senior, senior comes, you ball out again, you come a little bit short of some of your goals. Tell me about that. Yep. Tell me how do you feel by not reaching all your goals, but you have met some of them. You were able to basically hit the tackle position with how many tackles you wanted. You were one interception shy, I believe, of your interception yep. goal. You broke yep. your pass deflections and pass breakup goal. Very, very good. And a lot of your stats that you had were career highs for you. Yes. Yes, I they were. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was very happy. I was very happy with my senior year. Uh, I didn't want to get more interceptions. I, I actually dropped a couple, uh, a few that I wish I could get back. That would have put me way over, you know, my goal. And it would have definitely secured first team. But, you know, I can't get it back now. But... <laughs> Uh, I definitely, I definitely am happy with my senior year, and I also didn't give up any any touchdowns in man coverage all year long. So I was definitely able to be proud about that. Honestly, I, to me, not giving up a touchdown in your coverage that's better than getting interceptions to me because exactly. in, interceptions <laughs> you get the ball that's fine and all, but when you tell someone they cannot score on you, and then you back it up with your play. That type of dominance is not what you normally would see. That's right. So I, I applaud you for that one. That That's something that's very, very well done. Very well done. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and now I know you said you also wanted to lock up first team all MEAC, but you did get second team all MEAC. I don't know if it was maybe the interceptions or what it was, but you still was an all-conference player. And now this makes three out of four years you were an all-conference player other than the one year you got hurt. How does that make you feel? I was happy to be able to, to say that I came back and, and played at a high level again, an even higher level, because I was able to make second team, not third team. So I, I was happy that I was able to you know all the years I was healthy be one of the best defensive backs in the conference. I can say that. So I was happy. Yeah, and honestly, the only year you did make it was because you were injured and you couldn't play the full year. So it's always good to know that when you get on that field, you're one of the best at your positions. Yes, sir. And did that accomplishment right there 
pretty much validates your choice of possibly going when you first initially enrolled to Morgan State? Yes, it was. Uh, I knew that you know, just talking to the coaching staff that recruited me that uh, I was going to be able to you know, get a good education there and be able to you know play football at a high level and play against some, some good teams. Um, not just in the conference, but outside the conference. I was able to play against Marshall, Rutgers, um, you know, James Madison, you know, teams like that army twice. So it was just, it was a great experience, you know, on the field and off the field. So I, I'm forever thankful that I, that I chose to go to Morgan State. All right. Now, college career is over. What's your next plan? Are you training now? Are you trying to go in the supplemental draft, NFL draft? What's your plans for? What's the next plan that you have? Yeah, so right now I'm training to, for my pro day, uh, Morgan State's pro day. It's it's on March 25th, and uh, I've entered my name into the 2020 draft, NFL draft. So uh, there should be some NFL scouts there. You know, we have a good we have a good class. Uh, I have a good class. You know, of my teammates that'll be there. You know, performing at Pro Day. Uh, Dominic Trigg, who's a defensive back. Malachi Richardson, who's a defensive end. Rico Kennedy uh, and Ian McBell, who are linebackers. And Menage Bailey, who's our receiver. Um, well, we're getting a lot of interest from our NFL teams. And we should have a good crowd there for our Pro Day. So I can't wait. That's what I'm training for. I'm about six weeks out from that date. And... Um, Hopefully, I'm able to gain, uh, draw some more interest for my for myself, and you know, sneak into the draft. That, that's my goal. It's always been my dream to play in the NFL. Uh, I've always believed that I can do it. That I can do it. Uh, my parents have always believed that I can do it. Um, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm shooting for. After seeing what you've been able to do, I can believe you can get in the NFL. The question, I appreciate it. Listen, the question is this. Even if you don't get drafted, how would you feel about coming in the undrafted route? Do you feel as though the undrafted route may fit you sooner, better? Uh, I feel as though if I get into a rookie mini camp, that I'll be able to stand out, you know, and, and get invited to to camp. Uh, I feel I'm confident in myself and my play, and I'm willing to back it up. I know that if I get into a camp, I think I can be able to stand out. You know, I'm trying to compete for a spot on the team. I hopefully want to try and make a 53-man roster um, and, and play. Uh, my goal is to actually like play. I want to be. I want to be on the field. I want to play. I want to get out of it. I want to earn my my checks and my game experience. So your main thing going into all of this, I'll put all the tape out there. I'll show you everything I can do. All I ask that I get a shot to show you this is not a fluke. That's what I like to hear, man. That That is really yes. what I like to hear. Now, what do you feel as though you can offer to a team if they do give you a chance? Uh, I feel like I can offer a lot to a team. Uh, I'm not just an athlete. 
either I'm a college graduate, I just graduated from Morgan State uh, December 13th, that's my degree. Uh, liberal arts. I feel like I feel like I can, you know, work with, uh, I like to work with children. I've done internships working with children, working at treatment centers. So not just on the football field. I, I know I can, I can offer, you know, my, my talent on the football field and be a part of helping the team, you know, win. But I can also be a part of, you know, children's uh, drives, you know, clothing drives, food drives, you know, uh, go to schools, talk to children, you know, you know, be a part of a community, you know, and really uh, stand out. Because, you know, I'm, I'm good with things like that. Honestly, that is one of the most different answers I've heard in my time of doing this. A lot of people go off of, oh, I can do this well on the field, I can do this well on the field. You already stated you you can do whatever you want on the field and play well. But not only can you play well on the field, but you know that it's not just about football. This is about people and going on living your life after football and during football, how you can impact others. And I really I really like the way you answered that question. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did an internship at a nonprofit treatment center and it really, you know, changed the way I look I look at things and you know, I don't just look at, you know, how can this benefit me, you know. Sometimes I you know, it's how can I how can this benefit, you know, other people, other people that I love. So you know, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not a selfish person at all. I'm always thinking about others and how I can help others. I really do hope they give you a shot, man. I do. <laughs> Because if they give you a shot, I feel as though I'll be hearing about you one day. And coming up, you get the pick in the Super Bowl out of nowhere and end up being like a Malcolm Butler. Just, oh, yeah, I've been here balling out every year. Y'all just have not seen me yet. So, that would be amazing. I, listen, I can see it. I can definitely see it, man. Now, I basically got all my questions wrapped up in a nice, tight little bow. But I do got two little quick fun questions for you to end it off, all right? First question. In your four years playing college football, I know you've had a lot of good plays. What's your favorite play or most memorable play you've had over your four years? Um, My most memorable play would be, it was my redshirt freshman year. We were playing Hampton. Uh, It was at Hampton. It was their homecoming. Uh, we were going to crash their homecoming, and I had an interception um, in the first quarter. Uh, I intercepted a post, like a deep post down the middle, and I ran it back about 60 yards. And I just remember the whole crowd just going from loud and screaming to just silent. I just took the, took the air out of the whole crowd when I intercepted the ball. And <laughs> just to hear our sideline just going crazy, that was that was. I think that's probably my my favorite moment playing at Morgan State. When you can silence someone else's crowd at their home, that's always nice. It's great on their homecoming. It's great. Oh, it was, oh yeah, you. Mm, I know you're yeah. a bad man, but doing it for my homecoming. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a good play right there. I can I can understand why. Now, last question for you. This is all hypothetical here, okay? Okay. 32 NFL teams all say, you know what? We want to sign you. We don't really care about the numbers, but we want to sign you somehow. And you have your pick of any team you want. Who do you go to and why? Um, 
I'm going to Philadelphia Eagles, hometown hero. My favorite team. <laughs> I'm telling you this right now, my girlfriend will love you. She was <laughs> she is a diehard Eagles fan. I remember uh, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. She was bleeding green, yelling up and down the streets. How happy were you when they found the one? I was right there at the car. I mean, at the parade. I, I love the Eagles. <laughs> I've been an Eagles fan since I was a baby. Oh man, that's great to hear. I'm a, I'm a native Philly guy myself, so I, I fully understand it. Now, I might not be an Eagles fan, but I appreciate when y'all do very well. I like to see the Eagles do well. Okay, okay. Can't hate on. <laughs> the only time I can hate on the Eagles, like this year upcoming, is when they gotta play my team. But I just would like to thank Carl for your time taking out your day. Now go ahead and talk to me. I learned a very much a lot about you. And for all of our Inside the Hashes listeners, this is another exclusive interview. Please take the time out your long, long, busy day to go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have on our website podcasts, blogs, articles, um, player interviews, and you can now also get all of our interviews and our podcasts off of Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts and things like that from. And... From Darren here, I'm signing off.